Welcome to the Best Hour of Their Day podcast with your hosts, Jason Fernandez and me, Jason Ackerman. With more than 20 years in the business, as both coaches and affiliate owners, our passion is to help create world-class affiliates and coaches by building better boxes. Welcome to the best hour of your day. Max Isaac is here. Two live Jews. Literally two live Jews right now. I, I think this is probably a first in the CrossFit world. We are few and far between, but it's what makes us so wonderful. Why are there not enough Jews in CrossFit? That's actually, that's a really good question. Um, I don't know. Why aren't there a lot of Jews in professional football? I mean, we can always look up to Julian Edelman for that answer, but uh, I'm We've really, got, I'm, I don't I'm even know who that sure. is. I don't know who that is. Is that a, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Stop. I don't, I, don't. I truly you don't. Hey, you, he's, he's one of the most prolific wide receivers and was Tom Brady's right-hand man receiver for a long time. So he's after Jewish. This, yes. After this, you look up Julian Edelman because Edelman, for, Yes. For you to be uh, a Jew involved in fitness, you have to know who Julian Edelman is. I'm going to send you some stuff. He's in, listen, he's very vocal about it. It's all good, but I don't know why he can't be that vocal. Does he play on Sabbath? Does he play on Saturdays? Well, I know football is mostly on Sundays, right? But exactly. So he's fine. He's fine. Here's how little there are of Jews in sports. I'm going to, I'm going to throw you a question. Okay. You're going to answer correctly is my assumption. You might not. Obviously, kind of threw me a wrench here with this. What's his name? Edelstein? Oh, my God. Yeah, Edelstein. No, Julian Edelman. (laughs) Who's the Jew everybody refers to in sports? What is it? Sandy Koufax? There you go. That's how little Jews. We're talking about a pitcher. I don't even think it was L.A. Dodgers. I think it was Brooklyn Dodgers. Right. Like, and every Jew grows up like, you could be Sandy Koufax with a dude. We're almost a hundred years beyond Sandy Koufax. That's that's why I played baseball. That's that literally yeah. was why I played baseball growing up. The Sandy Koufax thing. But here I am, uh, halfway decent baseball player. More better at just kind of working out a little bit. Um, yeah, we all. Love anyway, uh, really, really but, happy hey, to be here. You go to Cooperstown. My dad's like, hey, stand next to the Sandy Koufax bust or whatever. And it's like, dude, who's this guy? I get that he's Jewish. How about we get some Jewish CrossFitters? So we get, I'm going to make a petition. I want Justin Medeiros to convert to Judaism. You know what? With, with the mullet, he's only a couple steps away from having some long payas. So I'll he- do the circumcision for you, Justin. I'm throwing <laughs> it out here right now. If anybody has a contact, we're actually supposed to have Justin on the show in the, in the near future, potentially live circumcision. I'm throwing it out there. First ever live circumcision on a podcast. Justin Medeiros. Is, is this not like the second time in like two weeks that you've mentioned circumcision? I saw a thing that you did with Adrian Bosman. With, well, that was uh, about, yeah, he did. Yeah. But that wasn't, that hasn't been out yet. But yeah, that was a, a little clip from the Boz episode. Maybe it'll be the second circumcision live on air. Well, I'm all set over here. No, Boz um, had a, a, a gnarly <laughs> knife. And I, but anyway, Max Isaac, owner of CrossFit Tilt, you have five locations. We have we have five five locations. We have three community based gyms and two corporate gyms. What's the difference? Uh, corporate gyms are open for the company that they um, 
that they're on the campus for and our community-based gyms are open for anybody. Cool. So what, what two corporations are you at? We are at uh, Education First. They're based out of Cambridge and we're and uh, Sun Life as well. And they have a location in Wellesley. So the Sun Life campus in Wellesley. And you're, of course, referring to Massachusetts. You're in the Northeast. Are all are the three community-based uh, affiliates in the Massachusetts as well? Yeah, uh, we're Waltham, Sudbury, Southborough. So they're actually uh, a little Bermuda Triangle of fitness. They're about 20, 25 minutes off from each other. So that's a perfect distance, right? Like when, when people talk about opening a second affiliate, one thing they have to take into account is will you, you know, will it be any poaching from your own membership base? Yeah, you have to worry about poaching from your membership base. And you also have to actually worry about the commutability for coaches if you're using coaches to coach at different locations, as well as the owners. Are the owners able to make their way to all three gyms or for us, all, all five gyms rather easily? Yeah. And you also want to give a shout out to our friend MDV. You are, he's kind of like, I'm a little concerned to be honest, Matt, Max. He's like, well, here- he, he features you. You're like a, you ever watch Saturday Night Live when you're growing up? Of course. There's the featured players. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Ah, these guys are not quite cutting the mustard, so they might let them go at any moment. And I'm afraid well, MDV I- might give you the boot. Like you say the wrong word, you're gone. Well, I kind of like that that pressure. I do well Ooh. under pressure. So, um, Well, I have that I- pressure on you right now. I might just end this podcast any moment. Well, that's good. I've made it like at least 10 minutes, so that's pretty good. We're going to edit like that a- down to about 30 seconds. I'm going to eliminate you from talking. Well, you know, and that'll be great too, because that'll be a perfect for a reel, which everybody's into right now on Instagram. <laughs> so that'll get me some more followers there. Um, but listen, what is your Instagram? Uh, Let's give you a shout out before we forget. Uh, Max Attack 86. And then uh, our CrossFit gyms are CrossFit Tilt. Cool. Um, but I, I like being the side piece for MDV. And like I've said to Matt a number of times, the reason I love being on his podcast is I get to talk to one of my best friends once a week. And that's something that I really care about. MDV is a good dude. You and I, and, and as well, let's throw James in there. There's kind of like a four people thing going on where I'll throw up a post. You will MDV James. James doesn't really post a whole lot, but he comments a whole lot. And yeah, you know, that's kind of what got our conversation going. You're an OG. You, did we meet at Albany CrossFit? No, actually we, uh, we didn't. I, uh, I dropped in there. I think that was maybe like a month or two into CrossFit at the time I dropped in, stumbled, uh, stumbled across it. I was, uh, in the area really enjoyed it there. And then I've kind of followed you throughout the years. Um, what and year honored, was this? Uh, I, I don't know, but honored to be called an OG. That's really cool. I don't, don't see myself that way, but I guess I've been in it for 10, 11 years. So it's been, been quite a while. Um, I think um, it's not the duration of how long you've been in at some point. Right. But it's also when you started. Right. So, yeah, of course, because CrossFit's so new, I I would say OG is what it's probably longer than I, I, you know, I I would say like 2008 is like an OG. But man, at this point, we're in 2022. I think it's kind of like there's different eras. Right. right? So there's like the pre games era, which I would classify as 2010 when they went to Carson. Yep. Right. And then we kind of have like just that boom from like 14 to 18. And now we've got the newer era with the new guard in there, you know, home office, et cetera. But when right. did you find CrossFit? Uh, had to be 2011. Oh, so you're yeah. not an OG. I take it back. You're not an OG. Oh, no, just okay. Yeah. You're yeah, still you an OG. Hit, 
take it take it away. No, uh, maybe 2010, 2011. I, I stumbled upon CrossFit uh, getting a group on. So I was um, I was teaching kindergarten in Natick at the time. And my after school director said, hey, have you ever heard of CrossFit? And had never heard about it. She's like, there's this great deal for this gym called CrossFit New England. And it's $50. And you can ben get- Ben Bergeron uh, running the group on, huh? Well, look what it look what happened. Come on, yeah, this is I guess I, so. I guess it, so. It, it it paid off in spades for me. Um, so fifty dollars for elements and a one month membership. I That's a was deal. It it was the most amazing deal I ever received he, in my life. I'm gonna tell you right now, Ben Bergeron. That lacks ethics because here's the deal: I've done the Groupons. <laughs> I think he discounted like too much. Like it, it was, it was a huge discount. Yeah. Like I think there was like a rule where like he probably didn't factor in the cost of the elements at the time. Right. Cause it was like, you can't go. That's take hey, good on Ben. It worked. Right. But, but listen to this MDV was my elements coach. Oh, wow. And, and you stuck with CrossFit despite that. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> uh, MDV was my, was my elements coach and James Hobart was my first uh, coach, 7.30 p.m. So wow. really, really quickly, I was exposed to two really wonderful coaches. And again, at the time I was teaching kindergarten and my, my thought initially was, I'm just going to kind of sprinkle this on top of what I'm doing. You know, I'm going to work out a little bit. And then I had a student in my class that needed some real physical intervention after school, lashing out at other students. And at that point, Heather Bergeron's kids class was booming 20 to 30 kids on a regular basis, just absolutely phenomenal program. Um, the only way that I could get this student to take a kid's class was if I was there, you didn't feel comfortable going with anybody else. Luckily, you know, at a private school, you can do whatever you want. I would drive this student to kids class all the time. And after a week or two, I asked Ben if I could volunteer for the kids program. And again, being a broke private school teacher, um, Ben agreed and gave me a free membership. And I thought I had arrived. I had a free membership to CrossFit. I was now involved in the kids program. And that's actually how I got started coaching was starting to coach kids. And um, it all kind of rolled from there, which is pretty awesome. So you had committed, you were going to be a kindergarten teacher. Yeah, I'd been teaching kindergarten for a couple of years before that. I had taught preschool. Um, yeah, I just really enjoyed working with kids, still do. And then when I started to get into CrossFit, it all just rolled. I was coaching kids, middle school, high school, the elements, adults, and then eventually became a, a full-time coach for Ben. So it was, it was a pretty wonderful start. And I, you know, you just kind of don't know what you don't know. I walked into CrossFit New England thinking, hey, you know, just another CrossFit gym. And it was something way different. And back then you're talking about kind of when things were booming, this is back, I think when CFNE was really at their heyday, you know, a lot of really great programs, kids, middle school, high school programs, the adult program, everything was rolling. And, uh, I was lucky enough to be along for the ride. Is Ben an affiliate again? Yeah, he is. I think so. I think, okay. I think so. Okay. okay. I hope so. That makes me happy if he is. Yeah. So you, I think, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask you off topic. Did you have, do you have your master's degree? No, no, I don't. Uh, my, uh, my, that's why I was teaching at a private school. So oh, my, okay. yeah. So I have a 
bachelor's uh, English, and then my minor is uh, education in Judaic studies. Oh, that's that's it. Teach me something about Judaic studies. Oh, teach you something about Judaic studies. Can you read so, Hebrew? Uh, not well. I did for my bar mitzvah. Um, Dude, but- so so my let me give you, my neighbors are Jewish, right? Awesome people. John and Nancy, shout out. Not that they listen to this podcast, but they make us a challah every Friday night. Wow. And Madison loves it, as do I. And then yeah. they brought over, they went away and we like helped them with their mail, like typical neighborly stuff. And uh, they brought back a bunch of like Jewish food. And one yeah. of them was a chocolate bar. And I show it to it's Hebrew, right? So I read it to Roz. And she's like, how do you know that? And I'm like, because my parents made me learn this useless language. You know, for for all these years, I I can't understand it, but I can read it. Right. Well, I mean, and and again, I'm not sure how far you went with your, you know, Hebrew. I'm a bar mitzvah. I'm a man. My mom tried to keep me going beyond bar mitzvah time, like, you know, to like the dances and whatnot, the summer camps. And I was like, no, mom, like I'm into sports now. I'm into girls. Like we, I did your thing. Let me let me. First off, meeting you could meet crazy yeah, this, amounts of girls. At, the Jew, at the thirteen-year-old Jewish girls, to be fair, were like, yeah, they were the girls you wanted to hang out with. If you know what I mean, uh, <laughs> you know those those um sleepovers. There was not much sleeping happening. I, oh I'll give you gosh. that. But wow. it was it was more just like you know, you got because it was like a commingling of high schools, right? All the yep. local high schools would get together. Um, but I was like, let me well, hang that- with my friends, like the ones I see every day. And that's, that's what I did. So I, uh, well, I actually went to Hebrew school until I graduated, uh, high school. So, oh, wow. you know, you, you go to Hebrew school once a week and it was, it was great. I had a lot of great friends there. And then to be honest, the reason why, um, I went with a Judaic studies minor was there was already a language requirement as an English major. So I took Hebrew throughout college. And then I, there was a really wonderful, uh, professor at at UMass Amherst, um, who this guy, James Young, who specialized uh, in Holocaust studies. And I was really interested in in learning about the Holocaust, the 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 learning Hebrew piece. And then we'll move on. Uh, My Hebrew teacher loved English literature. So I would just talk to her about the books that I was reading and she gave me A's. So I can't speak and I can't read Hebrew. But hey, here we are uh, coaching CrossFit. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to Erica. If you're listening for letting me touch your butt at one of those sleepovers, <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, but you mentioned Amherst, my favorite pizza spot ever. I I wish I can remember the name. It's been like 15 Antonio's. years. Well, they I would go to these. So my one of my favorite bands, people know I like Dave Matthews band, but another band I really love. It's called Animal Liberation Orchestra, ALO for short. They, they play with Jack Johnson a lot. But so okay. that type of music, they would never come to the East Coast. But when they did, they'd always play these like dive bars and am i want to say like the stone pony or like iron horse or something like that is that right right, right. the spoke so yeah maybe but i was like you know in my 20s i wasn't in college but i would go you know from albany it was like a two-hour drive and then you'd yeah. get out of the show you know you'd have a little uh contact high maybe and you'd be like right, where's yeah. the pizza spot Antonio's. and there were these massive yeah it was awesome um you wanna, <clears throat> great spot you? yeah so you here's here's what i wanted to chat about like look we're probably boring people with our and then you know i will say this about the jewish thing one last thing before i move on there is a bond i will give you that like 100 there's a weird bond amongst jews like i'm 43 
I don't think I've been to Temple in over, I would go as far as saying 15 years, maybe like it's been right. some time and I meet someone like you. I'm like, all right, dude, we we're Jewish. We got something going on. Yeah. And it's, not to mention we're, we're also Jews with tattoos. I see that you have some tattoos. I got Madison yep. here. Yeah. Right. My daughter got Roz on my finger. Well, it's an R standing for Roz. I got a couple yep. others. Yeah. Yeah, are so we I, not going to be able to get buried in the Jewish uh, cemetery? Is that real? We're going to be shot right into space. No, I um. So there was actually a New Yorker article a while back when uh, a number of different rabbis weighed in on it, and you know they had their reform, you know, um, Orthodox. Like a lot of people weigh in on it. I think that um, you know, depending how far you go down the Judaism rabbit hole, you're probably not going to be married in a Jewish cemetery. Um, but listen, that's a ways away. You at least got five, ten years, something you like that. So you got, that, yeah, that. yeah, um, yeah. You got, you got. Well, I've broken while. all the rules. I married a shiksa. Is that about yeah. allowed to say that? Um, same, same. I did dude, too. I was. <laughs> you, you're, yeah. Here's what I was, I was. My, we had some friends in town last weekend. We, you know, obviously talking about cancel culture, et cetera. I was like, you know who had been canceled? My grandma. No yeah. one was more racist than my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you now, if you're in your thirties or forties, your grandma was racist. Yeah. Like no, any religion, any religion that is like, if your grandparents were in their seventies or eighties, they were racist. They should yeah, be canceled. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad it seems like the cancel culture is kind of Oh, no, it's not. Out. I'm going to get you canceled by the end of this episode. Max. Oh, Jesus. Okay, That's my good, goal. Yeah. That's my yeah, goal. We'll good, cancel Max. Good. We'll cancel CrossFit Tilts. We'll do oh, all that. Um, good, good. Yeah, good. I don't. I, we had to fill out our last will and testament. We didn't have to, but I you know, wanted to for Roz and for the baby. And I wanted, I, I told her to cremate me. Yeah. Cremate me, put me in a dumbbell, maybe a kettlebell. Put me to some good use. No, you know what they should do? they should put you in a medicine ball because then people could do wall balls with you. And I know that you don't really love that movement. So that's that my be, hell. That's if right, I do so, bad in this world. So that would be, that would kind of be fitting. Yeah. That would be fitting. Yeah, I wonder how put, much of me. So I'm like 160 pounds. Could I be eight, 20 pound wall balls or do you lose some? They always say so like I, you lose your soul, whatever that weighs point. Yeah. Let's see. We point got one a, seven. We got to get an undertaker on this show to talk That's a little a bit idea. about the process. Yeah. My buddy, he, he actually is one. We'll get him on. For you have an undertaker time. friend. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Introduce me, please. And if any listeners are undertakers, <laughs> yeah. I would love to have you on. Um, <laughs> funny enough, you will be one of the last virtual episodes that we film or record. I should say we're we're transitioning into all in-person episodes starting uh, next week. So I believe you'll be out on and May 4th, like tomorrow. We're recording this wow. on the third. Um, and then starting next week, we're going all in person. And where where is the in-person location so I know where to fly to? Nope. It's an undisclosed location. Oh, wow. I love that. Yeah. So it's kind of, you kind of get the notification like a week before you book your flight. Hopefully you don't book with JetBlue because you're not getting anywhere. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you, probably, you probably just road trip it. You probably just road trip it. I want, I'm trying to convince Fern to get a Sprinter van. With the setup, I watch. Uh, you ever see Steve-O? Steve-O's got a podcast, and um, you just be in the van. But no, we, you know, we're traveling around. So we went to Tennessee, like you referenced, Boz. So we're getting a whole bunch of interviews at once, and we're going to do that like in seasons. And we've got our dropping in episodes. But hey, maybe we'll get to the Northeast. So I'd love to check out the uh, Tilt or, yeah, or we'll, any of the we'll, locations. 
we'll see. You know, we're not really doing drop-ins right now. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but I, I just, I well, think we're not going to pay for. Do we get a T-shirt with it for free? First off, all of our drop-ins are free. This is for real. All of our drop-ins are free. Everybody gets a free week at our gym, regardless of if they have any intention of joining. Yeah. Okay. Have you heard of affiliate U? Because I think you'd be a good candidate. You know what? We are actually totally fine right now. It's crazy. Um, you know who says that? Boxes that need help. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we are struggling right now. In fact, uh, <laughs> I don't even have enough battery left on this thing. No, <laughs> you can't uh, afford no. a good battery. That's where we're yeah, at. We, yeah, we yeah we can't even afford it. Yeah, we got a hamster turning the wheel in the background. Um, no, we uh we actually we actually don't charge drop-ins at our gyms, regardless of like out of state, out of country. Just you show up until you get a free week. Yeah. What is that? Like, is that like a Sadaka? Remember that? Yeah. What, what a callback. What yeah, a callback wow. right there. Wow. Like all of our Hebrew school teachers are like, I knew that Jason was a mensch. I knew he was a good boy. I knew one oh. day he'd come through. Sadaka is, so when you're in like temple and then also in like, I went to yeshiva for like three years before right. public school, they would pass around the Sadaka bucks and you put like, Sadaka is like charity. Yeah, exactly. So I, I guess you could say that's that's my way of paying it forward. But in in, in all like honesty, it. we we don't do a ton of drop ins. You yeah, know, you're not handful, in a drop in right, area. Ha- handful here and there. Um, but yeah, the, the free week thing we really love for for prospective members. And so it didn't really feel right for me to be like, oh, well, you're dropping in from out of state, but you're in state. So we just make it blanket free week for everybody. If you're listening, I don't support that, but I, oh, I we do. know, we know, we know. I, no, it's not that I don't support it. I think it's great. I think, um, it, I think it's okay to distinguish, right? Like it's okay to be like, Hey, you have an intention of joining versus you're yep. just visiting. But at the end of the day, just like we tell our affiliate, you clients, we have some best practices, but ultimately you have to be bought into them and you have to want them. Right. So, yeah. you know, not, and that's, you know, kind of going back to why I wanted you on the show is, that's the beauty of CrossFit. People argue about CrossFit like it's black and white. Right. It's all gray. It's all gray. And the people that think it's black and white are the worst people because they're, I mean, they're not necessarily. Wow. That, that is, that, that is harsh. You are the worst. Person. You're the worst kind of person. Yeah. You are the well, worst kind of person. So I, I agree with you that. that they're the, the worst kind of person. No. Oh. No, because I'm not trying to. Hey, you should charge a drop-in fee. No, I oh. agree that CrossFit is gray, and I love that, and I think that's one of the most amazing parts of being able to own a CrossFit gym is that it's gray, and you get to decide for the most part, unless you're being controlled by you know affiliate you, um, <laughs> what what the what the best practices are. Yeah, and I tell you what, this is the most shocking part about it all is, in my opinion. The people that want it black and white would be the first to never have signed up. Right. If like I loved CrossFit because I was a contrarian rule breaker, like you tell me to do this, I want to do that. And that's why I found CrossFit and loved it. So if you would have been like, oh, and by the way, here are the colors you have to wear. Here are the hours you have to be here. Here's the equipment you have to buy. I would have been like, hell no. And that's what people people want black and white in what they want black and white. Right. So yeah, let's have a couple of discussions. Great. So today's, you know, like I said, I believe this episode will be dropping on May 4th. Oh, May the 4th. 
Be with, be with you. you. Stop. Listen, if you're listening to this episode right now and you're not a Star Wars fan or you've not seen Star Wars, you watch the three original. Four, five, those six. Are, those are the episodes you watch. Let it soak in. Watch them again. I don't love all the spinoffs, but four, five, six are like the gospel truth of, of Star Wars movies. And they're all freaking amazing. Great story. You got to watch them. Funny you bring that up. We just had one of our affiliate you clients and my friend Christian, his wife, Kayla, also a friend and their son, Dominic, also now a friend. Right. And they are huge Star Wars fans. I was going to say Star Wars nerds, but they're not. They're fans because I think, you know, he we, we I was trying to, like, develop levels for your education in Star Wars, like level one. You saw the movies. You understand them. Right. Yep. You can go to a 10, which is like. There's thousands of books, there's video games, there's comics. We discussed all that. He's a 10. Oh, wow. He's a 10. And like he was giving me so much information and he was like, embarrassed is not the right word. He's not embarrassed, but he kept saying like, yeah, you know, it's useless. I'm like, everything's useless. Like it's if you find value in it. Yeah. Like, cool. I'm so proud and happy that you, you and I was like, your memory is freaking insane, dude. Like. He was recalling, like I said, as we were having this discussion, it was Saturday night, right? Shabbat dinner. Uh, oh, no, Shabbat's on Friday night, right? Um, oh, God. Now your high school teacher is not happy. Okay, yeah, but, ahead. you know, yeah. Shabbat for the rest of the world. Um, yeah. And, you know, we're just chilling. It was great, like just having a fun talk. And I was like, you know more about Star Wars than I know about myself. Like, that's how deep he knew it. And I'm serious. Like, wow. he was talking. I'll give you some references. For those listening, if you're big Star Wars fans, they mentioned this person named Darth Bane. No, not the Batman one. Darth Bane. They mentioned, uh, I'm going to get the name wrong, Asaka, Asuka. She became a great Jedi. Like, it was nuts. But yeah. um, it was really cool. My, anyway. my, my level from one to ten is probably somewhere around a three or four. No, I no, love- no. You don't know the criteria. Oh, okay. What's the criteria? Three or four would be you've seen... All the Disney shows, you've seen the cartoon in-betweens, like okay. in-betweens. You've seen like the Clone Wars one. There's the one called Bad Robot or something, Bad okay. Batch. I so where, 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 where am I at? You're one. I've seen. You're the same as your CrossFit credential. You're level one. Oh, that's actually not true, but we can get there in a moment. <laughs> um, so I've seen all the originals yep. and then I've seen all the all the other like major. The Han Solo, pictures. the Rogue Ones. Yeah, and then I've seen the what's the what's the new origin? Oh, the the Mandalorian. Mandalorian, you yeah. might be. It depends on your recollection of these. And it, it, apropos, is that the right word that we're talking about this on May the fourth? Um, you might be a level two. Wow, that's at best. that's at best. That's, well, you know what? That's great because there's always room to grow. Um, I don't want to go too far. Uh, nope. down All we're doing is down talking down. Star Wars for the rest of the show. What well, level I CrossFit credential do you have? Too. Why haven't you taken? Why do you hate CrossFit? Why haven't you taken your level three? Oh, it's so interesting. I was actually wondering when we were going to get here. I actually thought we'd get in here within the first ten minutes. Nope. So, um, the the reason I'm a level two is because I'm a level two, and this is where I want to be right now. You're Eventually, content. You're complacent in life. Actually, everything that I do in life, I just try and be average. So <laughs> you're winning. Um, you're doing yeah, it, except well, for this podcast. This is below average. It's bringing yeah, you down. Well. It, 
Yeah. Well, hopefully, like I said, I'll be canceled. Won't even have to worry about my credentials. <laughs> no. So mostly what I'm trying to go for is just skate by. That's really all I'm trying <laughs> to do. So, um, yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe I'll get there. Who knows? Maybe I'll end up being a level four like you someday. Although I haven't nope. even, I don't even know if that's real. It's very real and it's nearly impossible. So don't set your yeah. sights that high, but yeah, I do. Let me ask you, you've been involved for 10 years. Yep. I would assume coaching for Ben pretty quickly. He made you get your level one. Oh yeah. I had to get that um, almost immediately. I got that in the, in the kids, kids certification really quick. So then when did you take your level two? Oh, had to be a couple of years after that, after I started. So you've taken your level two multiple times. No, so I guess I've taken it once. I actually, actually, I'm coming up six months. I get to decide oh, if I okay. want to go so, yeah, for my, that, my level three or my level two. That makes a, uh, a to, mobile. You probably took it before there was a five-year period on your level one. So yeah. that's why it makes sense. It's kind of like the Star Wars timeline, right? Like this makes sense for your timeline. Yeah, yeah. What do you think you'll do? I'm, I'm, this is, you know, I have some topics. Also, you actually sent me the topics in full disclosure. I said, I, I sent you I sent you six at four o'clock in the morning because that's when I wake up because the early bird gets the worm that's and I right. still coach er, I still coach early in the morning. You do your what are you doing your um what's the thing you call when you rap as a what Jew? is that the Macarena? What are you doing? <laughs> it does if you're watching the video kind of look like I was Macarena ink. Yeah, who but knows what's what the, you're the, doing? What's the is it payas? No, it's not payas. It's uh with your talit. Yeah, but there's a term for the things you wrap around. Oh, I, I, I have oh, no clue. Um, this is embarrassing. So, you don't know that? Well, what I am going to do is I'm going to sign up for the level three and I'm going to take it. I have six months. You're going to so do I'll it? Take it. Yeah. Um, that, what a guy. That's impressive, Max. No, I think a lot of people, and this is a topic we can briefly talk about, but it's like, why should I do my level three? Oh, I don't know. Just because right. like anything else in life, you want to be the best you can be, right? Like right. there's nowhere in life for, for me at least, but maybe others are different. I'm like I'm complacent. Like the, the money in my bank account, my relationship with my wife and daughter, my fitness, like I always want to be better. And it's oh, funny yeah. that it's funny that people that are involved in CrossFit, this amazing endeavor and journey that you, it's measurable, observable, and repeatable, then say, well, I'll just do my level one or level two again. It's like, that's the equivalent of hitting your PR always forever and not trying to go for a new rep, Max. Well, let me tell you, being able to just continually hit my PR, I'd be pretty happy with that. I'm not okay. At some point, sure. Oh, I'm a, just kidding with you. But, but at some uh, point, it's like, come on, can you throw some fractional plates on there? Hey, Tilt, can you afford these new rogue, you know, half pound plates or what? I know you don't charge drop-in fees, but can we get some fraction plates here? It's it, it's actually why we can't afford any new equipment these days, is because we don't. Yeah, we don't charge for drop-ins. It's killing us slowly. And um, by so, the way, so, if you pass your level three, which I have no doubt you will, fifty CEUs if you do affiliate. You that's all the CEUs you need. Yeah, enticing. Huh? Um, well, yeah, incredibly enticing. But I'd rather just continue to talk to you than sign up for anything because my my. <laughs> Much like you, um, I love to be against the grain. It's how I've lived most of my life. So um, I'll just close up shop before I would ever ask for help. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> well, you know, speaking of that, best hours closing down. Have you heard of Amway? What's that? I like to, you know, 
show you. Something. I'm just kidding. Multi-level marketing. Bad joke, I guess. Let's let's talk about one of your topics. You ready? Okay. Yeah, let's like, go. I was going to this before we got down the Star Wars rabbit hole. I think it's a great time to talk about it. Murph prep. Murph prep. So okay, yeah. I think we're on the same page there. By the way, if I put a post up that says buy or sell, I'm asking for opinions. People right. attack me. Like, how dare you? And I'm like, I'm asking. This the right. literally the first picture is me asking a question. Right. And then so but I yeah. think maybe it's because my uh belief comes through the posts. 100%. And I think I actually think that's some of the best stuff about your post that I really like. Sorry, one of my dogs is drinking water, so you may get this on the uh on the audio. But I actually think that's the best part about it is I think that for a lot of your questions people know where you stand and that's that's a great part. It's what makes your posting unique. It's also what makes me actually want to respond. I don't respond to anybody's posts, yours. Immediately when I see it, I'm like going to throw my two cents in. So anyway, we sell Murph prep because we do constantly varied programming that's going to get you prepared for doing Murph. You don't need to do extra work. Show up to class. I run two or three times a week when it's nice out in the Northeast. We also do pull-ups, push-ups. So that, and air for those squats. three weeks, you get your running in, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, pull-ups, push-ups, air squats, we do regularly because why not? You should know how to move your body well before ne- necessarily mastering you know, external loading if you can't move yourself. Um, I'm going to tell you a, a story I've not shared. A couple weeks ago, I was uh, coaching a level one with Jenny Orr and Nicole Christensen. Those mm-hmm. of you that listen to the show, Nicole Christensen, great episode. We did, they, they follow, there's another guy that was on the show recently, Tosh. Every year we talk about on his episode, he throws out a Tosh challenge for seminar staff. One of the workouts that had to be done in April was basically the inside of Murph, unpartitioned body. Weight. I did that workout too. I'm, I'm part of their, I'm part of their annual madness. So I oh, you're part workout. of it. How did you sneak into that? I'm going to have to text I, Tosh after this. Hold yeah, on. please do. Can you kick Max out? Um, so anyway, I'm actually, I'm at, real quick. I'm actually in the lead this month. So, and you're probably the only Jew in there. Probably, I'm 100 percent the only Jew, and proud and proud of it. Anyway, I digress. I, I would imagine Tosh has a Jewish star next to your name on the notes. <laughs> um, so anyway, I was wrecked. No joke. Were you? Be honest. Oh, to be to be 100 percent honest with you, I was wrecked, and. Um, because I was like, I need to go to the hospital wrecked. Okay. I wasn't that far, but no, I'm and, not, and luckily I'm not, I'm not, I'm not 45. So <laughs> neither am I almost 40. I'll be 44 Close. next month. Um, we know we happen to be going on our trip to Tennessee the next day or Monday. This was Saturday. If I wasn't in Tennessee, I would have highly considered going to a hospital. Like I could not extend my arms now. Do not go people, to the hospitals down South. Yeah. People would say, see, you need Murph prep. And I would argue, no, you need to not be stupid. That was the wrong decision. I knew when Jenny told me the day before on Friday that we were doing that, it was the wrong decision. I knew as she was warming up us before, I knew during and I knew after. Yeah, that's not so that's my fault. That's not I need Murph prep. That's like and by the way, I've done 100 pull ups many, many times. It's the unpartitioned portion that gets you. And so this is actually a really great point. And I was talking to my members about it today is get so excited to do Murph, but don't think for a second that you're coming into one of my gyms and doing this workout unpartitioned. 
That's not an option. Unless you, what would, what would be, is there any criteria or any member that you would allow to do that? We have um, one of our coaches who qualified for semifinals at, on a team. She's very fit. Sure. She could go ahead and do it. I, to, to be honest with you, from a workout perspective, I think the better workout is the 5, 10, 15 Dude. or the 10, 20, 30. Like the, the best version of Murph, the one that I love the most and people who love to do this with the best, I've done it with the best. I love doing it strict and then 20 rounds of 5, 10, 15. Dude, that's I what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do this year. I mean, I'll tell you what, not to brag, that took 34 minutes. What was your time? Uh, 1944. I meant to say mine was 1943. I don't know why. <laughs> no, but I mean, 34 minutes. I've done Murph in less than 34 minutes, right? So you talk about fitness. It's, it's you know, it's it's forced distance time, right? Like, or power intensity. We were watching that plummet as I'm looking at the pull-up bar or as I'm like feeling sorry for my, the push-ups are the worst part, right? It's like- The worst. Yeah. The worst. So they just go. Um, but it's, you know, again, yeah. it's like, what can I have done? Like, yes, I have a buddy doing it. It was for the annual madness scale. Like there's nothing wrong. Like, hey, I'm going to do exactly the, the same number of reps, but I'm going to do Cindy style or I'm going to do half and half. Like there's plenty of options that don't include, you know, giving yourself rhabdo. Yeah. And, and, and I agree. And so I think we're on the same page. I, I don't think Murph prep is needed. I know some people really like that type of stuff at our gyms. Um, we don't do it. People just work out. It's great. Let's move on. Number two, coaches taking class. Let's go with the buy or sell. Buy or sell. Uh, buy. 100%. Are we, people are going to say, hey, look, you're both Jewish. Clearly, you're the same. Well, first off, yes. Both very good looking guys. Absolutely. Both fit. Yes. Both smart. Yes. I, yeah. Attractive wives that are chicks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've complete. I've completely outkicked my coverage. Millions um, of dollars in our bank account. We're Jewish, right? Yeah, yeah, close. Uh, hey. <laughs> um, maybe I need that affiliate. You sorry? What's the yeah. next one? Hey, um, so we agree. I mean, that goes without saying, doesn't it? And then I posted that like last week, and the arguments always. I'm training for X, Y, Z, right? The games, the semis, etc. Go ahead. So, so, so let me get this straight. You're you're training for an incredibly high level CrossFit experience semis. And you can't sneak in one more Metcon a day. You yeah. can't even do a little strength piece with and your with your class. Come on now. You you think that your specialized programming is so special for you that it's gonna do something that extra? Give me a break. Take class. Like there is there is nothing that your members love more than being next to the freaking coach that they love in idolized oh, i got to work out with jason maybe they don't say that because do, oh, do, do you coach classes right now at a crossfit affiliate at best hour crossfit but we lost our only member yes okay so mostly it's standing around waiting for a new member to show up maybe okay. i should well, go a- free drop-ins hey maybe that's my thing because i charge hundred dollar drop-in fees that actually sounds pretty cheap for a one-on-one session yeah, you're right. Maybe it's maybe I'm not charging enough. A hundred dollars is way too cheap for a one on one. And we can talk about one on one training sometime because I have so many feelings about this. Anyway, take classes with your members. It's the best time ever. And, you know, come on, you got to practice what you preach. Don't program a bunch of stuff if you're not going to do it. You, nothing I can add there. You're absolutely right. Let's go one more. Let's go okay. one more. 
which of the last I don't even know number six, so I don't even want to bring it up. I kind of saw pieces of it in the affiliate owner group, but I don't want to give a shout out to this person if it's a negative. No, this this. So really quick, this is a guy that right now is watching everybody's uh, videos that they're submitting. He comments on their form, tells everybody that he does no reps and he's trying to get CrossFit to rework the way that they're looking at videos. But I just threw it out there. Cool. Listen, I've heard you, of him, but I didn't you, know. You, what it was, you yeah. didn't even know who Julian Edelman is. All right. What's our next one? Uh, let, you want to let's go with um, you have your list out. You want to go three or five? Uh, let's go three and then hopefully we can get to five. Okay. So three is writing lesson plans before and reflecting afterwards. So, um, this is two parts for me, and this is something that, uh, I encourage all my coaches to do all the time. Uh, writing a lesson plan is a really good first, like first step. And in, in my eyes, if you're coaching at an affiliate, even if they're not requiring it, you should be writing a lesson plan. Doesn't imagine you follow ComTrade. No, really? No, we actually follow. We actually follow a month behind main site. So we follow. I know uh, this. Am I going to get you? Yeah, we're we're the way that we are affiliated is Ben's my business partner, but that's where it ends. And Ben's a phenomenal business partner, wonderful mentor. But um, I'm not a big believer. By the way, big fan of Ben. Any jokes I've made in the past, you got to respect the dude. One hundred percent. You know, game, respect, game. That's what you say. You you need to respect, you know, people that have done some great things for. for I will go down Ben Bergeron rabbit holes on his Instagram. Like (laughs) he posts some profound stuff like, yes, is he probably borrowing? We all do. And rewording it in Ben's language doesn't matter. Resonates. Right. Let's let's also just say something right now. If if you're listening right now and you think that you have a lot of original thoughts, you're not really going far enough. Okay. So let's just, let's just be serious. Everybody's stealing from everybody. That's the way it should be. And if you're a great coach, you've stolen a lot of great cues and a lot of great things from really great coaches. So anyway, um, no, we follow a month behind main site. Uh, I tweak some things here and there for my members. So uh, all cards on the table, whenever there's a heavy day, for the most part, I'll add a little something special at the end for my members that feel like they need to sweat. I'm okay with that. I'm totally fine with it. What's up? I just, we literally, the call I had before you when I said, hey, I'm wrapping up was my coach's development group. I basically said exactly that. Like, dude, my favorite workout after a heavy day is you get teams of three or four go 2K race on the on the Love yard. it. Dude, Love it. people don't, it's not that they need a specific Metcon with gymnastics or weightlifting or mono. They just need to feel like they got their ass handed to them and nothing better than putting them with partners. So now right. they're stepping it up. It's their CrossFit games, if you will. Right. And they're just, no one comes out alive on like Jim Morrison, you know, no one here gets out alive. Right. I but, know you're like, if you're Jewish, you had a doors kick at some time in your life. I know it. Yeah, of course. But, but I love what you just said there, which is you're going to have your diehard members that they have the heavy day. They got on every piece of equipment. They do their heavy day. They love it. But you also have a couple of members that really feel like they need to sweat. Play the hits, my man. Play the hits. Play something that people actually want. And what is that? Is that making you a bad coach, bad owner? No. In fact, I think it's making you a good coach and a good owner, understanding that everybody needs something different. And so let's do that. But um, let's talk about writing lesson plans. Yeah, you should be writing lesson plans, but your lesson plan isn't going to be super effective if you actually don't think about 
the lesson that you just taught. And I'm not saying that you need to finish every single class and go into some deep state where you're spending 30 minutes breaking down the minutia of what you just did. But if you coach three to four classes in a day, which is what full-time coaches should be doing, at the end of the day, you should be really thinking about what was effective. What did I do well today? Like, what are the things that I can say, hey, next time this comes up, this is something really good that people enjoy today. But you better also be saying, what's something I could actually work on? And this is also the same conversation that you're having with your members all the time. We should be talking to the members. Hey, when you leave the gym, think about one thing that you did really well today. Sometimes it's glaring. Sometimes it's hard to see. But also, let's talk about how we can be better, right? And this isn't putting somebody down, but this is why you come back to the gym. If your members leave saying, I'm the best at everything, why should they ever come back? right? And your, your, your coaches should be thinking the same thing. You need to be an active participant, not only in writing the lesson plan, not only in coaching a great class, but afterwards, are you actually thinking about the work that you're putting in? I mean, I'm, I got meditation sitting here on my desk. You heard of meditations, the book, Marcus Aurelius? No. no. For, wait, are you being serious? Yeah. I read mostly comic books. Well, actually the funnies. <laughs> <laughs> the funnies remember that growing up my stepfather yeah, read the newspaper I'm like can I have the lifestyle section please yeah I, um, I, I, I read family circus Dilbert and Garfield yeah the, the, oh you read Dilbert that's a high level one but anyway yeah you know Marcus Aurelius's meditations it's like you got to reflect on your day that's how you get better so yeah you're right like drawing it up amazing first step reflecting on the success or lack of success of it is ultimately how you wrap up your day. And something you said that I think more coaches need to do. I always took this, you know, growing up wrestling, my coach would, you know, talk to us, whether we won or lost a match, what could we do better? You know, I've, I've told this story before. I, I had like the, I might still stand, to be honest, the fastest pin ever at my high school. My coach, I've never been yelled at more than after that match. So, all right, really quick, because I, so first off, amazing people are really psyched about that pin. Oh yeah. They're um, going to my high school right now. They're like, yeah, where do, how do I see this? Where is it? I it's, you know, it's probably on VHS somewhere. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find you got to find it. Um, so really quick. And I appreciate um, you acknowledging that by the way. Well, I think it's actually pretty phenomenal. It's, it's important <laughs> to relive your high school years, uncle Rico. Um, <laughs> so, uh, back in the day when I was trying to be a pseudo CrossFit competitor for Ben, uh, on one of his teams, there was that um, row thruster workout, 27, 21, 15, 9 row thruster, really cool workout. Um, we did it on Friday. Oh, that was an open, the open workout. Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, we did it on Friday. Ben's like, hey, we're all going to redo on Monday. Me and my buddy Connor Nugent were like feeling good oh, on Sunday. We're like, we're like, we're going to. We're like, we're like, we're going to redo this workout. We redo it. We both PR like crazy come, come in on Monday. We're like, Ben, you're not going to believe it. We redid this workout. This is our time. He goes, why don't you wait till Monday? I'm like, uh, well, I don't know. I thought Sunday's like, well, you should have waited till Monday. And that like, and, but what, what I'm saying is, is that like, you know, you can always be better. Cause who knows if I had waited that extra day, you know, if I had hit my Norma tech, 50% right? we didn't have a Normatec back then. <laughs> 50% more recovery though, right? You waited two days, another day is yeah. 50% more. You know, yeah. I think so, the moral of the story is Ben's kind of a dick, if you're asking me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's absolutely right. You need to reflect on your wins just as much as you need to reflect on your losses. Um, I wish we had losses. I mean, you know what? I'm going to probably make an audible in that. We are going to, we need to do some more virtual calls because we need to have people like you on more often, Max. 
That was great. We got two. We, we got two more minutes. You're cutting me off. Come on. You well, I was going to give a... you a nice wrap up. I was going to say some no, nice stop things about it. you. Stop. I don't want that. Let's go. Number five. RX. Who cares? Nobody. <laughs> so I no, think this was. I think there needs to be a standard at the box. Hundred percent. And then I think the ninety percent of your members should be scaling. Maybe not 80 percent. Right. So I think that I love the standard. I love the fact that there is. You need something is- to be shooting for. It can't just be like chase the stimulus only, because no, also I, it's like without the Joker, who's Batman, right? Yeah. Well, we're not going there because we're only here. talking about one movie today, Star Wars. You know that. Come on. Without Darth Vader, is there Luke? Is there Obi Wan? And it's the same thing. It's like, well, without this standard here, what is the stimulus? What are no, we chasing, you're, right? You're, you, you are right. The RX sets the stimulus. And from there, thoughtful coaches with a deep understanding of what they want their members to get out of it can coach the workout well. What I was saying is for most part, and I think you agree with this, your members, uh, 90% of our members don't even care what the RX is. They're chasing a really great workout. But listen, I know we got to wrap up. And, and I would throw hear- this though. I love chasing the RX. Like you need to keep your veterans happy as well. I've been doing this thing 15 years because it literally excites me. And part of what excites me is chasing PRs. I look at the Wattify leaderboard, like, yeah, I'm trying to be Randy. I'm trying to be Andrew. I'm trying to be Rick at my box every single day. Do I always? No, Randy beat me by like 10 minutes on Saturday. But without seeing that, that's my carrot. Like, I enjoy that. And I think a lot more people enjoy that they, than they will admit to. And it's okay. Yes, I, I agree, which is the best part. Know your members. Know what your members need. Everybody needs something different. Can you play to the full spectrum? Anyway, I know we're short on time, and I know you said you wanted to say some nice things about me, and so my ego could really use a boost. Uh, no, I'm kidding. This was uh, – I wish we had more time. This was really wonderful. We, we will get you back on, and we will certainly make a trip to the Northeast at some point. I would love to do this in person. But what I was going to say is, Max, there are very few people out in the social media world that – a understand me and I'm a ball buster and having fun and give it to me because I like to give it back. But at the end of the day, like we kind of kicked off, like how old are you, Max? 36. Oh, you're young still, but I mean, we're in the same generation. It's like, that's how we show love. Like we grew up in high schools where there wasn't a phone. Like we busted each other's balls and that's what it's all about. I mean, I joke around that I didn't realize I was so small until I was 40 Cause my friends just busted my balls. I was like, cool. My friends, who cares? Like that's what we do. <laughs> but um, no, you're an OG. You're doing great things. Do I think you should do affiliate you? Of course I do, but you, uh, you are doing great stuff at tilt. And, you know, I look, wish you the best with MDV on the intro and all the great stuff you've got going on. I want to keep this conversation going in the future. Thanks Jason. Thanks for checking out this episode of the best hour of their day podcast. We appreciate you listening and choosing to have us help you in your passion for coaching and affiliate ownership. You can find more episodes just like this on all podcast platforms. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us on any social media platforms, or you can visit www.besthouroftheirday.com to book a call. If you found this episode helpful for you, please share it so that we can help other coaches and affiliate owners to help build a bigger and stronger CrossFit community. Thanks for listening.